on the 169th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we talk about the state of quarterbacks going into next season. We look at the top games for Week 12, including a solid three-game slate on Thanksgiving Day. And as always, we'll give you our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. As we get deeper into the actual season of football, we see who are the uh, the real teams and the the pretender phony teams like uh, the Jets and Giants, possibly the Vikings too, as they all put up stinkers. I mean, um, big time stinker for the Vikings. Yeah. It's embarrassing. As we, met, as we mentioned, though, four o'clock, Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah. Not, not no, they got they got pulled off national TV like midway through the third quarter. Third quarter. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. You just don't want to see Kirk Cousins out of the one o'clock slot. Mm-mm. It, 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 would this be the first team? At, well, I guess they don't really decide based on um, ranking who plays what hour. But if they knew that, like the three seed played at one o'clock in the fir- <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs, do you think they would like tank a game to get Kirk Cousins at one o'clock? It has to be a strategy. <laughs> it, I- Right, I mean, he only plays well at that time slot. It's just—it's really strange. It—it's—it's it's just so weird. Like right out of the gate, like they didn't even have an opportunity. Like third play of the game for them, on the ground, ball to the to Cowboys. Like, and then it just never got better. Never yeah, never got better. I don't look, Cow- Cowboys look real good. Although they didn't lo- the week before. It's a weird NFC. Um. So Vikings, maybe they're phonies. Giants, definitely phonies. They got walloped by Detroit. It was going on a mini run right now, but still, they didn't. They weren't. You shouldn't not be in a game against the Lions. Like that shouldn't be the outcome if you want to be a serious team. The Lions are in second place in the division. Just so you know, I know it means I know it means nothing, but just funny to say that they're actually in second place in the division. And that's fine. And I'm not calling them a shit team. I'm just saying, if you want to be serious, you can't. The game can't be out of reach after the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be like, yeah. oh, this game's over. Against the Lions. The Lions are feisty. They are feisty. They um, can be in – I feel like they are they have almost been in every game. They have like six one-score games. I yeah. Think almost all losses. It was like besides the Patriots game when it got shut out, I think every game was pretty much uh, – yeah, close game. I mean, I guess they, they, had, a, they had a bad two-game stretch with the Patriots and Cowboys. But other than that, I mean, they lost by three to the, the Eagles week one. They lost by four to the Vikings, three to the Seahawks, four to the Miami. I mean, all one-score games, right? For sure. Yeah. They could, and, they, they could be in first place. <laughs> and they're getting, a, they're getting a big gun. Uh, they're getting Jameson Williams. Prob- not, definitely, I wouldn't assume this week, but uh, definitely I, I would think next week uh, with a pretty soft schedule. Yeah, if they, so, if they could play the if they could play the Bills tough, which I think they will. I mean, they, again, they've played most teams tough, and the Bills have looked more down like to earth. Like they're not like you know they don't look like they did in the early parts of the season. But then you got Jacksonville, Minnesota. Although it's at one o'clock, so we don't know about that. The Jets, Carolina, Chicago, and Green Bay. I mean, they got a bunch of winnable games there. So I like again. I, I was all in on the Lions' offense this this year, um, but they look. I mean, they look good. Then. 
You were right, man. You called the the, the Giants losing to the, losing that game too. It's just it, it's just what they, look the house of cards is going to fall sometime when you don't have any star like look short sure, they have Saquon Barkley the running back's a star that doesn't mean much um, they have Andrew Thomas and then they have some guys on defense but like it's you can't like they don't have an NFL starter at wide receiver and if they get down by a touchdown they don't really have like many options like they just don't you can't if you can't move the ball fast they don't have many options so but they're doing much better than they thought they would i'm not complaining about the giants still happy about them this is fine like games like this will happen they don't have the talent um so i'm still happy hopefully all i ever want is just make them make it as a wild card would be really cool and uh take your chance in the playoffs like that's still a very high possibility because they bank some games here yeah, and also Wanda Robinson after the year, unfortunately. So down another yeah. receiver. Yeah, the one who actually got triple digit in receiving yards last last week. So. Yeah, but you know that's the first week where he where he's done anything. So what are you really missing? Well, I don't know. Just, I mean, it sucks because he's your second round pick. It's another body. Is really what it is. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Now, but body. now it's just uh, it's just Slayton, and I guess you hope Bellinger comes back. I don't know. It's, it's rough. It, and then Galladay is like not even uh, alive anymore. It's crazy. He uh, he, I don't know. He doubled his uh, yearly catch catch number in one game. So that's pretty impressive. Ugh. It's it's what a fall from grace for that guy. It doesn't make any sense because look, I would say the start of it, there was some blame on Daniel Jones for being like unwilling to throw a ball up into. Uh, tight coverage, which is like what Galladay kind of needed. But this year it's been, I mean, he's just dropped past this bouncing off his hand the entire time. Bad. Um, anyway, what about, what about the, speaking of phonies, should we, what about that Jets game? I have no comment on the Jets game. (laughs) Well, neither did Zach Wilson just saying no. (laughs) No, he did not. Um, that was, that was rough seeing him just saying that the uh, he'd like what uh, the offense like wasn't like he didn't like feel bad or that the no, offense he got left asked him. if he felt like he let the defense yeah let the defense down. down there you go thank and you no I don't feel that way and he just walked out like even if you don't feel that way you say yeah we had a really bad game um and then we're just gonna we're gonna come back next week and do better and this won't happen again. Yeah. Put it on yourself. Like you're supposed yeah. to be the, the the captain of this team. Like, act like it. Like, put it on yourself, and then you know you get more respect from the defense and the rest of your team. Being like, yeah, look, you know, he had a bad game, but he owns up to it. He, you know, he obviously is not happy. Like, that was just a bad way. I put a bad taste in the entire team's mouth. And now Robert Sala, who has a team that's, you know, the best team that the Jets have had in what over a decade. Um, with a chance to make the playoffs, like, do you put Flacco back in? Does he give him the best chance to at least move the fucking ball with this? How this, how good this defense has progressed over the season? Like, if you had Flacco in that game, Jets are winning. Yeah, I'm, even Mike White, maybe. I'm all for thrusting the the young quarterback out there and letting him sink or swim and having to figure out what you have when you have a bad team. 
it always frustrated me when like the Giants continue to put Eli out there instead of like putting a getting a draft pick and putting him out there because they had a bad team. But if you have a top five defense and like you have weapons, they have weapons. Then you, it's football. You play to win. Um, and if Wilson can't do anything with these weapons and these guys, then he's probably not your future anyway. And if by the small chance he is, you still just play to win. And I think you put Flacco in. Yeah. Um, because it's like what the 49ers did in the beginning of the year. I understand they had to play Trey Lance, but like, are we, t- are we saying that they're not a better team? Because Trey Lance got injured, like Garoppolo's probably their best chance at at winning. I mean, that's unfair to Trey Lance; he didn't get much time. Yeah. But um, it was always kind of a weird transition with that. I, I don't know. If you have a good team, I think you play to win. If you don't have the players, then sure, figure out what you have in your quarterback so you can move on. Yeah. Um, go ahead, John. I was gonna say just first twenty starts. Between Darnold and Wilson, seven and thirteen for Darnold, eight and twelve for Wilson. Whatever. Darnold was had twenty eight touchdowns and twenty five interceptions. Wilson thirteen and sixteen. Like they're not even like he's not even throwing the ball. His completion percentage is fifty five. Darnold was fifty nine, and QB rate of seventy versus Darnold seventy eight. Like it's not even like when you're worse than Darnold. You're not even competitive as, as a QB. It's bad. I yeah, mean, it's they're they're doing what extreme risk mitigation with him, and it's still risky to put him out there. It's uh, so it's 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 terrible all around. You know, it reminds me of what the coaches are doing with Daniel Jones this year, which is extreme risk mitigation. Let's just and to his credit, he's held on to the ball. He has, when when he gets sacked, he hasn't been fumbling like the start of his career but he doesn't he's not asked to do anything but run he's a running back he's just their second option at running back (laughs) and you saw his flaws in a game where they this is the first game of the season where they got down to a point where they had to throw it there's no option every other game when they were down seven or ten they kept running the ball and they would get fortuitous turnovers that put them like in the red zone and that's how they got back like Baltimore, uh, Jackson turned it over twice in a row. Um, then, you know, Seahawks, I guess they were down, but they were, you know, weren't out of it. So they still stuck to the game plan. But this is the first time they've moved on from the game plan all season. And, and Daniel Jones had three turnovers. So, like, I think, I know he doesn't have weapons, but these quarterbacks are like, you could hide them for so long until you actually need them and then you, there's no hiding them really <laughs> yeah no, yeah it's glaring when you see oh this is when we need the quarterback to step up at least not even like a big step just a little bit actually help them win instead of just not losing and they both failed real bad yeah i guess the problem is where do where do teams like this like the jets giants in the middle of the pack um maybe even rams if like Stafford looks like he's like his body's falling apart. What are these teams that aren't going to get? Maybe Rams get a high draft pick. Actually, they don't have their draft pick. I was going to say they don't have draft pick. They don't have anything. You're right. Okay, where are these teams without a high draft pick go? Because there's no free agents making you look any better. I I doubt the Vikings are just going to like give up Kirk Cousins, even though he's not sexy. Um, 
everybody's saying Jimmy Garoppolo to the Jets. I guess why not John? Every every Giants beat writer is like, oh, well, you have to resign Jones because look who's out there and you're not getting a draft pick. That's high. But it's like, okay, well, if this is our ceiling, if this is a Jets ceiling, why that they just have an amazing defense and good weapons? Don't you just at least try to get a guy who's a little better like a Garoppolo? I mean, I would. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it'd be pretty much, it would be pretty much the same situation for Garoppolo with the Jets. That, I mean, maybe that, that, that he a little has bit less of a, a not even probably similar running game. Yeah, he can at least get the ball to receivers. He doesn't turn it over much. Um, he's not sexy down the field, but yeah. he at least gets the ball to receivers and doesn't turn it over much. He's like a you know a healthier, younger Blacko, I guess. Um. Right now, but and the same thing with the Giants. Like people are like, oh, you have to sign them. You have to offer them a contract. And it's like, or what if you don't? Who is gonna offer? No, who's gonna offer them a big contract? And if somebody does, it's like, yeah, okay, no. good luck. I I hope you do really well at your next team. But he he's not a guy that should be getting a big. He should be getting ten million dollars a year max. And if somebody wants to give him over ten million dollars a year, then then good luck on your next journey. Um. Because you could probably, like, you could probably run the same offense, not the maybe not running. You can't run as much, but you probably pass a little better with Tyrod, or I don't know. Pretty but, much any, it, it's it's going to be the same thing. All these guys are interchangeable in the NFL. There's like 20 quarterbacks that are interchangeable right now. Going through the entire list of like teams, like the only, like you said, it's, it's Garoppolo, who's probably not going to be on the 49ers next year, right? They're they're going to go back to Trey Lance. I'm, Garoppolo is gonna get go somewhere else. Uh, he's you know they can get something for him. I mean or, Lamar Jackson, and that's the did. other one is Lamar Jackson. Like, is someone going to try and make a massive, you know, make him the highest paid quarterback? And would it be the Jets or Giants? Giants said I don't know. You said Giants have money to do it. The Jets have the money right to do it. Yeah, um, you'd be foolish not to try, right? I, I yeah, you man, have to at least try. Just imagine the Jets with Jackson, who could really you know be dynamic. With that defense, I mean that defense is just really special. Like this year, they look phenomenal. So, yeah. so the Giants had a. I don't know the exact cap situation next year. I know they just had a really terrible situation this year, but I, they do have a lot of people coming off. Um, Barkley Jones, they could cut Galladay and save a bunch of money next year. They just couldn't do it this year, um, so they have a lot of guys coming off. Leonard Williams is still a big contract. Dory Jackson is still a big contract. Um, but if you have it, yeah, right? Like, why not? Go for Shoot it. For the moon. I, I, you just offer him a record deal and hope the money entices him. Yeah. But but, so, but there's going to be a lot of co- teams that aren't happy with their quarterbacks. Broncos, Raiders, Cardinals. I think the Broncos are stuck, though, right? <laughs> Broncos are stuck. Raiders... <laughs> Raiders uh, probably move on, I think. Well, then you have Derek. To... Well, then you have Derek Carr. That that's definitely a candidate for someone. I mean, Derek yeah. Carr. Derek Carr is better than Zach Wilson. He's better than you know a lot of quarterbacks out there, to be honest. For sure, I think the Cardinals are are like they have some weird subservient relationship to uh, 
to their coach and I think they allow him to just like cut Murray or <laughs> so like dude, they paid him all this money it would be like the worst cat I could just see something funky happening with the Cardinals that'd be ridiculous um Stafford I feel bad for him his body might be falling apart they have a lot like of, there's a lot of teams that would be looking for yeah, I mean all, all of the NFC South for the most part I mean the Falcons have a rookie right now that they'll probably end up being their yeah. quarterback next year but the Buccaneers Brady should reti- should retire I mean I'm not sure yeah, now, he's divo- now he's divorced maybe not look is Brady, but is Brady a top ten quarterback that you would pick next year? Maybe, maybe he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Gino, Gino's up there. That's weird to say. Yeah, he, he might the Saints, get the Saints have no quarterback. The Panthers have no quarterback. I'm going to say the Falcons have no quarterback because I, I don't. If they can't even like play Desmond Ritter now, then what is he? Yeah, that's uh, pretty. Sad, the Titans, though. the Titans don't. We'll see. Malik, he'll they'll play Malik, but like I don't think they were very jazzed up about getting him. Um. <laughs> Colts don't have a quarterback. Texans, the Mills experience is not working, but they'll draft a quarterback. Yeah, they'll have the number one pick overall. Yeah. Browns will see. Steelers Steelers probably go back to the... They'll stick stick with Pickett. I think they'll stick with Pickett. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the Bears seem set now. Lions probably stick with golf. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. you know, commanders maybe stick with Heineke. I don't know. Then you have Wentz going somewhere, maybe? Yeah. Please, I hope not. I mean, I don't think he needs to deserve another <laughs> opportunity. Patriots probably move on. You think so? The Patriots move on? You think they can go with Zappy and then, uh, or you think Zappy's going to go somewhere? Because he should yeah, a I little. Think, I think Zappy is going to become the bridge quarterback next year. And, I mean... But they definitely are going to move on from. Uh, Oh, I got. I forgot. I got into a. I got into an argument with somebody at a bachelor party about uh, about Mac Jones because they were like these. I swear these New England fans think like every quarterback they have is going to be Brady, and they're just going to be blessed forever. And I was like, did you? I, I know, you know, Belichick willed him to some wins last year, but did you actually watch him as a quarterback? Like, there's not many throws he can make like <laughs> too well. He's not going to be a great quarterback. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. He's I don't, just I don't see. He doesn't either. have talent. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I'm, I'll uh, I'm going to see my uh, my cousin Jay this weekend, and uh, you know, talking about big New England Patriots fans, and I'm going to ask his opinion on on Mac Jones because he'll get he's he'll be he'll he'll be honest. He's not one of those guys that's just going to be like, yeah, he's Brady, he's great. Like he'll he'll be honest with it. So I, I want to hear yeah. his uh, his opinion on Mac Jones. They were all ranking him as like the best young quarterback after last year, and he's it's like he didn't do anything. St- Sexy last year. He was just on a. He happened to be on a team with a good record. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the stats actually said that Davis, Dave, uh, Davis Mills was better as a quarterback. So, not <laughs> saying much. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bunch of there's like a whole shit salad of quarterbacks right now. Didn't we begin the season saying that like, oh wow, the quarterbacks really strong? Yeah, I would say it definitely flipped. It's a big flip. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because we were jazzed up maybe about like Matt Ryan on the Colts and what he could do since what Wednesday yeah, and know. you know they were they were you know they were Russell Wilson to the Broncos were all you know let her, you know the whole that shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Derek Carr is gonna break out now with Adams. Yeah, <sighs> Herbert Herbert's not gonna break his ribs in Week One. <laughs> <laughs> but there was like guys we were sleeping on, like we didn't think you know Tua Fields. And Gino, we're going to be guys. Not so at all, it's yeah. like talking about like the top five fantasy, three of the top five fantasy quarterbacks, um, right there. Uh, maybe not Gino, but 
And even yeah, Jalen Hurts actually, you know, sort of proved a lot of people wrong too. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's, it's the year of the, uh, as always in fantasy, the year of the mo- well, two is not really a mobile quarterback, I guess. No, he's not really that mobile, but he's yeah, fucking accurate. So that's fantastic for uh, him and he the, still doesn't have the... a deep ball. Don't let him fool you. It's like, <laughs> Don't let him. <laughs> which is, it's kind of like, is it weird that it's working out for? Uh, Tyreek Hill's uh, like favor that he doesn't have a deep. So where Mahomes would just bang it over top and like so like a lot of times Hill would beat out the safety and score an easy touchdown. Um, sometimes he wouldn't because they would double cover and put somebody over top. Uh, two is kind of like underthrowing a lot of this, and Hill is finding it so much easier to come back to the ball because he's so much more athletic than every defender. So like I'm I'm feeling like the the lack of arm strength is a good thing for Tyreek <laughs> Hill because he's he's running out over top they're putting somebody over top and then he's running back to the ball and he's catching he's like miraculously wide open but there's still a defender behind him and like he's catching all of these fifty yard passes and then getting tackled and stuff like it's really wild to see like these these underthrown balls are seem to be very good for Tyreek Hill. That game plan works I don't know but he's again. He looks amazing at this point, like based on you know stats and just yeah. And Tyreek Hill and Waddle have been we we talked we discussed slant about King. it early in the season. Waddle, we is there know. anybody better since Odell Beckham at running a slant? What uh, Waddle or Waddle? Yeah, I mean, it looks great. It looks great, and Tua loves them, and they have they all three of them have just a, a chemistry between them that just works out really well. Yeah. And it, the advanced stat nerds hate, still hate Tua. They still think like the big regression is coming because his advanced stats are are bad, and his like uh, mechanics are not good. Uh, they'll stuff. they'll they'll find a way to flip it like in a year when he's still good and be like, we had these <laughs> yeah. stats that we just didn't bring out. Now he look look now it all fits mm-hmm. the way we want it to go. Or they'll do like the well, this is what he corrected to uh, align yeah. him with our stat. Like, he just had to correct something. We were right. He just corrected the thing we were on him about. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, all right, I, I want to... We were talking about the Cowboys real quick, and I want to mention, uh, we talked about Tony Pollard uh, in that in that game versus the, the Vikings, and a lot of people are talking about, oh, the Cowboys are using Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott properly. It's like... No, they're really not. Like, stop using Elliot. Like, Pollard mm. did absolutely everything, and then Elliot gets two, like, goal line rushing touchdowns. Like, oh, this is how you use Elliot. No, he was useless. Pollard could have did the same exact shit that Elliot did. He's an absolutely useless running back. Like, don't like use him as a, as a maybe a change of pace back. Like, uh, yeah, I, I like him as a change of pace on first downs, like, you know, to get the four yards to start a drive off right. But I just, I don't, I don't say, I don't see why people are still on Ezekiel Elliott. Like, it just baffled me. Well, Jerry Jones is on Ezekiel Elliott, so that's the most important thing. But so we're all like the analysts. You hear him talking about, like, to keep praising Elliott. It's like, he's not really good anymore. Like, Pollard is the guy. Like, he needs to be the guy. And it's going to come to, it's like, at the end of the year, they're going to have to figure out something, right? I don't think they're keeping them both. There's no way. You shouldn't be keeping them both. That just makes no sense. Well, they'll be getting rid of Pollard then because he has a huge contract with a lot of money Uh if he gets cut. 
Um, well, the the thing they'll swear on is that Pollard is not a twenty touch a game guy. His body can't handle it. Which, if I was Pollard, I'd be like, "Chill, guys. Like, can my body not handle it? Stop, Are we sure about that? We also Stop heard that my body. We heard that a couple of years about Eckler, and I'm sorry, he has the most touchdowns in uh, you know past like three seasons of any player in the NFL, handling mm-hmm. so much you know the volume. So. But Eckler does have um, running backs that take over for, like, first and second down every now and then. So I do think it is beneficial for to, to have them to be Zeke to be, like, an overqualified. Because if you have him on the contract anyway, you might as well just make him an overqualified change of pace back. Because that's kind of what Eckler has had with, like, Jackson and stuff. Not this year, but he doesn't get... 25 carries, Eckler. Like, but, but, they never do that. But the problem is you can't have your extremely high-priced running back be the change of pace back. Why not? Because why are you spending that much money for someone who just well, a change of pace? Well, they already spent it. So I, like... know, I know, but like I'm just saying, like, bite the bullet, man. Do something. Just, like, take the cap it. There's a better way out of this. There has to be a way out of this. It's stupid to have your change of pace back be, like, the highest-paid player on your team. Sort of. Wow. Well, they should have thought of that two years ago. <laughs> it's just bad. It's a bad situation. And this Pollard looks amazing. We were talking about it uh, off air. Just like how good he looks. He's like our new Eckler, I think. Yeah, he's amazing. I feel good that we were like. I think we named him as our number. We named him and Joe Mixon as our two uh, like running backs who could make it into the top five of running backs. Like. In a good, in a appropriate year. Yeah, we were. I mean, even at the end of last year, we said that Pollard was the guy and should be the guy going mm-hmm. forward. That was my. That was my. I should. I spent so much time saying that was my number one guy I wanted in drafts this year. That all my friends I drafted with picked him too early, and I, I just got fucked. <laughs> Always have. We gotta stop doing this podcast. Uh, that is the problem. <laughs> I, 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 the fact that, that that it was brought up against me on a trade. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. And <laughs> I like I that. Heard, I just heard you say this about this guy on this podcast. I'm, you, and you think I'm going to accept a trade for him? No, no way. Uh, yeah, that was. That, you know, I guess I'd rather you listen to the podcast, but it's just funny. <laughs> it's funny. It comes back to bite you in the ass. Um, yeah, that's real rough. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, not good. All right. Um, what else we got? Anything else from this past week that we want to hit on prior to uh, moving forward? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Cardinals look like crap without Murray. Hopefully <laughs> okay. he's back next week. <laughs> I don't know. Or and the 49ers it is look their great. Quarterback. Yeah, I mean Forty ers look great. So and I, oh, and I guess the I last. Having... Sorry, go ahead. What? No, I'd say it looks like they could be having a uh, nice little late-season charge just in time for the playoffs. Yeah, three straight wins. They're a high point differential, six, plus 63, uh, which is pretty high. Um, but yeah, I was going to say uh, Broncos waived Melvin Gordon after his fifth fumble, and Daryl Henderson has been waived, and Cam Akers got a lot of work uh, versus Saints. So, Henderson was waived. Didn't see that. Yeah, Daryl Henderson was waived as, long, as as well as Melvin Gordon. So look for Latavius Murray to be uh, more involved in the Broncos and Cam Akers, who was very involved. Um, and what, Kyron Williams? 
I believe. Yeah, you. definitely Williams. I, I, yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on the Cam Akers. Well, 14. Well, I mean, like what he was used. Yeah, he was used a lot in the game. That's why I'm saying. I'm not saying he's like really good, but I'm just saying like he was being used uh, versus New Orleans. So who knows how that's going to continue, um, especially with uh, Matt Stafford again in co- concussion protocol. Uh, who knows what their quarterback situation is like going forward? And you know, obviously Cooper Cup out six to eight weeks. That team's a mess. For sure, I, I like I like Williams. If you had to pick somebody up, an average five yards a carry. Only got seven carries, but they they played him pretty much exclusively in the second half. Um, they played Cam Makers very heavily in the first, and then kind of switched him. So I, I like him as a guy. Uh, like and then obviously, you know, Latavius Murray, if you're really struggling. Yeah, I mean, Murray getting carries and touchdowns. So, uh, I mean, look, God, the, look I, wish, I really wish the trade deadline didn't pass already. Because I do have all these running backs and none of those receivers. Gotta, and I uh, would love to turn some of these running backs I have into a receiver. Got to move back a week. Got to move back a week next week. I know. Next year. I'm in uh, another league. I actually just found out, like, the, like, the trade deadline's the 25th. I'm like, oh, shit. I thought it was over. Um... I might be trying to make some trades tomorrow. So, we'll see That's how nice. that goes. I'm excited because I have a lot of, like like in your situation, I have a lot of running backs. No real wide receivers, not too many good wide receivers. So, might try to make some moves. Um, also, I just want to bring up one one story that we somehow not mentioned at all is the, uh, the coin for the Jets. Some uh, Jet fan did a coin flip for every game this season. Oh, yeah, I've seen right, that. Right now, he's 11-0. The coin, you gotta trust the coin, live by the coin, and praise the coin because that it has them going to the AFC Championship. Everything's played out as far. It also has them going two and zero against the Bills, so we'll see how that goes. But I think this week's gonna be a win. Yeah, well, it has them rattling off a few wins the next few uh, few weeks, right? You wanna you wanna know my my fan thing? What's that? I have won and lost every week with the Giants winning and losing. Um, and I won on the Giants' bye. So, mm. yeah, every week the Giants lost, I have lost my fantasy matchup in the big league, and every uh, every week they've won, I've won my fantasy matchup. Oh, shit. That, uh... Yeah. So, it's, gonna it's get... kind of scaring me. It's kind of scaring me with the schedule of the Giants. I was going to say, it's going to get rough. <laughs> what, a couple games. Um, and I got Cowboys. John, who's the team on the rise. Then I have, you, I have Dave next. So that's... Okay, wait, let's... I want to see the New York Giants schedule. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta. You gotta go side by side here. Because uh, I have John next, and you're a team on the rise, and they're playing the Cowboys. Then I have the Commanders, which the Giants can beat. Again, and I have Dave, which I definitely can beat, and then should beat. Then the Eagles, and I have Anthony, who's another team uh, doing well. So you know, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a frightful uh, end of the season for me, and I just hope that the Giants do well, so I could do well. Man, if John could have fucking held on uh, to that game, I'd be in second place right now. Yeah, currently late defensive, here. late defensive points. Oh, killer, killer! I went to sleep last night thinking like, ah, John, I think got this at halftime. Thirty, it was so close the game. It was close enough. It ended up being thirty-eight to ten. Blew it open in the second half. That that was such bullshit. I mean, he just keep. I don't understand what's happening with his with with Thomas. I don't get how he's winning. His team is so ravished by injuries, and ha- he has no wide receivers. 
Look, man, at whatsoever. Team Talk about fun. no wide receivers. He's, he's got Smith, Robinson, and Claypool, and he keeps winning. Uh, and um, I'm sure this is uh, great content, but uh, we are we still are missing a Sal Chug video, and um, I think now currently a I think Pete, Pete too. Pete Pete it's two. Not two. Yeah, no, two it's chug like videos. I'll just funnel at the end of the season. I was like, that doesn't replace two chugs, man. No, and it's supposed to be in the morning, and it's not like you said. It's not supposed to be something where you just enjoy it. Like it's supposed to be like <laughs> early morning when you're getting ready for work, like like an animal just chugging something. They're pieces of shit, these guys. It's awful. Yeah, huge douchebags. Hope you're all listening. I'm gonna talk tomorrow morning because I owe Richie because we made a side bet and he stomped me. Oh man, that's right. He's got my number. He be I I, I make fun of him all the time for his uh his record in the league, even though he is you know reigning champion. Before that, very pitiful record. Very pitiful record. No good record. Um. <laughs> And and it comes back to bite me every time because he always beats me. Yeah, so okay, we need a lot of chugs going on. That's all I'm saying. And and anyone who has a fancy football league that doesn't do this, you should be doing this. Lowest points of the week, they should chug uh, a beer as long as they're not on like, you know, don't drink. Um, yeah, yeah. If you're an alcoholic, we get it. If if you're a surgeon, we get it. Um, <laughs> police the officer two, or something. The two, the two only, the only two reasons why you can't show <laughs> surgeon yeah. or alcoholic. He's had a lot of job debate. Like, there's a lot of people that are like, "Well, my job is pretty like, uh, like you know, Tommy the train can. Tra- he's not a conductor, but you know, train engineer. What if if two people have a heart attack on a train? I might have to be the conductor. Uh, yeah, okay, like that's gonna happen, bro. One four four percent alcohol beer. Just take calls for people in distress. You could do that <laughs> here. Um, no liability. D, D doesn't complain. She's gotta go teach special needs kids, and she always chugs. She chugs her beer when she has to before work. Um, so like, I don't think there should be these. Unless you're doing like open heart surgery, I don't think there should be these job excuses. It's it's. And like the, you can really dumb it down and do one Michelob Ultra. You're yeah. not, you're not get, you're not even, you're not popping on an alcohol test by and, chugging a Mickey Ultra. And and look, not gonna lie, pretty sure everyone here is a seasoned veteran drinker. Mm. One beer is not going to do it for you. Sure. So. No, except unless you're my dad. Unless, oh well, yeah. The, and it, one beer it, could ex, ex, uh, ruin ex, his ex, life. excluded. We know that. <laughs> yeah. But alcoholic, al- yeah, recovering alcoholics, and, perfectly fine. We yeah. get it. We but <laughs> but this should be something that should be instated in most leagues uh, for friends. I think that would be a uh, it's a solid uh, it's a solid punishment for uh, for low score. It's um every almost everybody I know who's in a different league who listens to this podcast who we know has told me they have. Inst- I've been with people watching chug videos uh, and uh i'm like oh what's going on there and they're like yeah our league our league did the chug did the chug thing we were i was at the one of the richie's bachelor party with all his friends and they were like talking about oh man you get the chug video and i was like oh chug video did you tell him where that came from he's like no i didn't i didn't tell him (laughs) (coughs) come on he just took all took all the credit god damn richie man that's always good (coughs) All right, let's move on. What do we got next? All right, let's go on to uh, the Week 12 games. Um, all three Thanksgiving games are pretty good, so let's start off with the uh, the first game. Bills at Lions. Very interesting matchup. 
this is if the bill if the Lions can hang around and like squeak this one out. I mean, I don't know if they will, but they'll definitely hang around. Should be high scoring, fun game to start off your turkey day. Lots of points in this one. Yeah, it's a great game, right? This is yeah. Like I, I'm expected to be fully entertained the first time in a long time by a Detroit football uh, game on Thanksgiving. I'm. This is the one I think I'm looking forward to the most, even with my team playing. Wow, I mean, there's three there are three solid games. I mean, again, it's it it's a twenty Kirk Cousins too, so ugh, that's really bad. I know. Yeah, okay. that, I'm not too much looking for it because New England has looked real shit on offense, and then yeah, it's. It's primetime Kirk Cousins. This could be just like a defensive slog. <laughs> and but, I'm playing I'm playing the Vikings defense. I feel kind of bad about it because I don't think Patriots are going to throw a lot, which it, like makes kind of neuters a defensive play. Most of the throwing seems to just be like underneath passes to Ramondre Stevenson at this point, um, which is great for anyone who owns Ramondre Stevenson. I'll put my hand up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's he was the leading receiver last week. Um Six catches. He's been catching five to six passes like every week, and uh, you know, just being a guaranteed five points from just your receptions on your running back is pretty solid. You know, can't can't really go wrong at that point. Even with Damian Harris being involved and looking pretty good. Yeah, and we knew he was gonna. They weren't just gonna bench Damian Harris. We knew that was gonna happen. But um, a PPR running back who also is a good runner it just has such a great floor. It's like what we're seeing with McCaffrey. If even if he splits look, he got seventeen points in the first half and then they didn't they were just like, all right, take a seat, which annoyed me. They did the same thing with Debo. I was like, oh cool. Both I, I went to bed and Debo had twenty two points and McCaffrey had seventeen points. And I woke up and they had twenty two and seventeen. I was like, what happened? They're like, that's oh they both, <laughs> sat the, both sat the second half. Uh, like, all right, yeah, perfect. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's a, what I want to see. That is that that's frustrating to see. It really is. Um, yeah. You usually don't sit the whole half for a blowout. It's so annoying. It's usually the fourth quarter. They got they got the uh, last year Miles Sanders treatment. <laughs> well, they they specifically said McCaffrey they're preserving him, so it was like a blowout game, so might as well. And then Debo, they said high altitude cramps, so if they needed him, I'm sure he would <laughs> came back in the game. <laughs> oh lord, Mexico City, man! It is like 7,200 feet up. Uh, you know above sea level, which is pretty crazy, considering Mile High people used to give shit about. This is 2,000 more feet than Mile High. But don't they have, like, things now? Don't they have, like, water bottles and, like, mas- massage therapists on the sideline for cramps? Like, Not in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not in Cleveland. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, 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 I can't say anything. I, I'd probably cramp up just by just standing there um, at this point in my life. So I can't say anything for these athletes who are running full speed and getting hit by other large athletes. So, are we I feeling? I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I could do it. Um, like you said, if you gave me a loaded gun on the football field, I think I could get some yards. <laughs> <laughs> that that was our discussion. Do you think you could score a touchdown if you had a loaded gun <laughs> um, and weren't afraid to use it? Like I don't know. It's it's a close call. <laughs> Are we feeling uh, either of the Buffalo running backs this week? I mean, Singletary's look solid, so I'm going to say yeah. Singletary for sure. James, uh, Cook's just not getting any – he'll get nothing by the goal line. So he will – unless he gets, breaks out like a 60-yard run, you're not getting a touchdown. So he has very cap ceiling. Uh, Singletary, however, looks like they're using him a lot more and a lot less running for Josh Allen like in general and near the goal line. So – 
is more value to Singletary. Yeah, every week must start uh, running back two. At really. this point, yeah. I mean, he's just getting thirteen. He's going to get you thirteen points. And I know D- Detroit's defense has looked like I want to say like much better since the beginning part of the season, um, but they still can get beat. And Buffalo, the team, they're going to take you. They're, they're, that's a team that will wear you wear you down. You know, like offensively, they're much different than playing the Giants' offense. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I obviously think Buffalo's going to win this game, but it's there's a good storyline. Detroit is three in a row. When's the last time that happened? I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, it's cool. To, it's a cool game. Yes, very exciting uh, to start off the you know Thanksgiving Day slate of games with the. What should be a good game? Do you play Swift? Because he has been purely touchdown Mm. dependent. I play, I mean, I'd rather play Williams (laughs) over Swift for sure. Oh, 100. I don't think you can sit Williams at this point. He's pretty much LeGarrette Blunt this year. Yeah. Leads the NFL in touchdowns at 12. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, LeGarrette Blunt was like, oh, but he doesn't really do so much to score touchdowns. He's like, yeah, he's getting two a game, though. So what do I care? Like, that's enough. He's doing enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, is there anyone on bye this week? No, right? There's nobody on bye this week. So, which again, that's frustrating. I mean, I guess because they have the three games on Thursday, they didn't want to give any bye weeks to ruin their Sunday slate. But now you're week 13 and week 14 bye. I I don't want to get into it. It's Um, annoying. It's very annoying. Um, no, I, I I really don't like Swift. Um, not versus Buffalo. Me neither. There's, there's just got to be other options. Yeah, they, they, yeah, for sure. Although, I mean, New England's defense looks pretty solid, and you know, eight o'clock Cousins and Vikings, Dalvin Cook might not be that that strong of a candidate too. I mean, they got blown out, ended up only with like seventy-two rushing yards. Oh, they had not a bad day for eleven carries, but you know, really no. No, yeah. not too much value. I mean, New England can do the same thing. At least he has touches. Look, if you're if you're playing uh, Swift, you need a touchdown because he's getting like five touches. Yeah, game. I mean, I play Cook over at Swift, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's tough. Like, there's there's that's some bad option. Like, it'll replace him, but I I just think Cook's also going to have a, a rough go of it as well. But I'd rather play him than Swift. Rather, yeah, rather play. Uh, all right, Swift or Elliot. I rather Elliot. play Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. Close. Um, <laughs> what about Swift or uh, Latavius Murray against Carolina? Oh, Murray. Murray's Murray, gonna get a, yeah. Murray's gonna get a ton of because he. It's just him or Chase Edmonds at this point, and Edmonds is more is of a it? change. Days. Oh, did he get injured? Yeah, for like three to four weeks. Oh, then it's fucking all Latavius Murray. Gordon's gone. Edmonds is gone. Uh, they but the guy Mike Boone was hurt. I think. Yeah. And Mar- you know Marlon Mack's never going to get a snap. Mar- He's just going to keep going from team to team. <laughs> yeah, actually, Murray's probably a really good play this week. Not bad, yeah. All right. I have him in the league. I'll shoot him out there. I think I'm playing against him. Shit, I think I'm playing it. I am playing against him this week in one in your <laughs> league. Anyway. Um, all right. Uh, I mean, all right, the whole digs, uh, the digs thing. I don't know what that whole conversation was about. I, I didn't look into it. I don't know if it was ever mentioned uh, where he got like no no targets in like the first like almost half of the game. That was weird. 
Um, but that's just like a blip on the radar, right? That we shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, it'll happen, right? It happens to the best receivers. It happened to Jefferson earlier this year. And yeah, last week when they got blown out too, man, that was bad. Yeah. Um, so whatever it ha- it happens every now and then. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else. I mean, like, yeah, you're playing Amon Ross St. Brown, who's getting tons of targets. The Giants, besides Barkley, you're not playing. Daniel Jones is not not a uh, play this week with everyone. We go on to the Giants. You want to go to that game? I mean, I'm just like rolling through the, the three games, like just picking names, like you know that are worth mentioning. Like Daniel Jones was like a, a spot starter for the past few weeks with a bunch of bye weeks. Yeah. Um, do we think? I've been, yeah, I've been playing Daniel Jones. He's been doing doing what not well in real life, but well in fantasy. But like, what do we think this week versus a stuff uh, a stout Dallas defense? Absolutely not. Yeah. No, you can't. That's. I mean, the only one on the Giants is probably Barkley at this point, especially against the Cowboys. And then Cowboys, you can probably just play anyone. Uh, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, with with it's crazy with how. Um, lopsided that game was 40 points there really wasn't much besides the running backs and Dak Prescott who did much right it was it was a very weird 40 point game like Lamb didn't have the big game Gallup was like whatever Schultz was three catches or something like that um, not saying you're not going to not play Lamb or, or Schultz because you know but it's just a weird it was just a weird game uh, last week you just didn't get points from the players even though they put up 40 points it was all Pollard and two touchdowns from Elliott. Do the Cowboys sign uh, Odell and spit in the face of every Giant fan? I mean, they'll they'll probably get him. They're probably going to get him, but he's not going to. Obviously, he won't play this week. But it'd be funny if he, if they got him and he flew out to Dallas and uh, just was like on the sidelines, just like across from the Giants. A Roger Clemens like signing. From the Yankees, where he just showed up <laughs> and it's like, "I'm di- I'm coming back. I'm not going anywhere." Yeah, that'd be rough as someone who uh, is a huge Odell fan. But you know, it's a business. It's a business. Yeah, we we're the ones who dumped him. So it is a business. Um. All right. What? Uh, who else we uh we looking at? Is uh Damian Harris worth the play this week? Um. I mean. <sighs> You kind of have to play both Patriots running backs just because I know Mac Jones, he had like 250, but a bunch of it was to the running backs. Running backs both got a lot of touches. And the Vikings defense is not as good as the Jets. So should be some yeah. points in this unless Kirk Cousins shows up. I mean, 830 Kirk Cousins shows up after a long Thanksgiving day with the kids. <laughs> um, and he's really tired and he just throws another absolute dud. Oh. Yeah. He's like, you know, done eating his gravyless turkey. Uh, <laughs> oh God! This is like stovetop uh, stuffing is like completely bland mashed pot- meal. Yeah, mashed potatoes with no salt and butter in it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I think Damian Harris is like a, a supercharged, um, uh, swift play where he's pretty touchdown dependent because he's not going to get many catches, but you you probably have more of a chance of him getting 10 to 13 touches. It's just crazy that, like, the Jets defense, for how good they were, when Damian Harris got the ball, they couldn't stop him. 
Like, they, they could shut down. They sort of reminded Stevens in the backfield. They're like, nah, we got you. 26 yards on 15 carries. They really bottled them up in the rushing game. But they made eight for 65. And I've seen multiple, like, big breaks. Like, the, they were just holes. Like, I don't know. He just looked really good. And like I, said, I think if I had to play between Harris and Swift, I'd definitely play Harris. Yeah, I think so, too. He's a good running back. I mean, I don't know why we forgot that. Swift is probably better. I mean, um, Stevenson's probably better. He's looked amazing, but it, it's not like they're bringing back a guy who was like, oh, he was, he was middling. He wasn't very good when he had the role. And now Swift over. I mean, sorry, Stevenson no, overtook it. Yeah, he he was good. I mean, he he was very good last year. One of the most efficient running backs in the league, and good to start the year. So yeah, he's he's a good running back. Yeah, uh, I could see one of the, I could see Harris ending up on another team next year though. Um, who might need a running back? But we'll see. Um, anyone else on these teams that? we're looking at like worth playing like maybe I mean I know we don't like Mac Jones is like a real life quarterback but like you think Jacoby Myers maybe have a better shot versus a um, a lesser defense than the Jets Mac Jones throwing up the ball if I had to pick a wide receiver from the Patriots right it'd be Jacoby Myers yeah I mean like as a yeah. flat I mean you wouldn't even play him as flex because it's Thursday night so you wouldn't play him on, in a flex but like wide receiver three if you're if you're uh, need some Death guys, if you got injuries or whatever. Uh, and I mean, yeah, I'd say yeah, he's been good. He's been solid. A lot of targets. I wouldn't judge him off the Jets game. Yeah, and uh, you know Minnesota. It's obviously Jefferson. You can't worry about a bad game here or there. Um, and Hawkinson has been the guy who's been gobbling up targets now. Uh, second to only you know him and Jefferson, pretty much are the the target leaders on that team. So, uh, anything else about the Thanksgiving Day games? You guys want to? You have the any insight on or players or? Nah, I'm pretty good. All right, let's go on to uh, the Chargers at the Cardinals. Uh, Keenan Allen finally made his comeback. Had a pretty solid game. Um, and the Cardinals without, I mean, hopefully Kyler Murray plays, but that he's got the. One of the worst hamstrings I've ever seen next to Keenan Allen. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, according to Cliff Kingsbury, he was a game-time decision, but I, I, I doubt that that was even a thing. Um, I also mentioned is uh, not only did Keenan Allen return, Mike Williams returned, made a really nice catch, and then left the game because he re-injured himself. Went away. Um, that sort of sucked. Um, yeah. Which makes Palmer... A- Every week, wide receiver two slash three. I mean, we said it in last week's podcast. If Mike Williams is down, Palmer becomes a top option. If Keenan Allen is down, DeAndre Carter becomes. So happens to be Mike Williams down. So Palmer's like, roll him out there. I mean, I, I wouldn't hesitate. I wouldn't put a name in front of him. Like, I, I would just see his situation is great, and I would, I would toss him in front of a lot of um, other wide receivers, even if they have solid names and you're not – more inclined to sit them. Yeah, don't get, especially this this time of year. I mean, we've talked about it, even like you know six seven weeks in. Like, don't get caught up on name. Like, yeah, don't do it. Like the first week, two week, you know, week one, week two, you got you got you got the guys that you drafted, and you, you know you got to be rolling with them, uh, the big names. But at this point in the season, if if it's just a name that just hasn't produced, like put in Josh Palmer. Like, yeah, like I start him over. 
DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton, Alan Robinson. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, yeah, just like other names. Anybody on the Jets, unfortunately, because I was r- really into Garrett, Garrett Wilson a week ago. Um, you know, I'd put him right up there with like Scary Terry. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd, like he's he's been very very good when he has the wide receiver two role on that offense. So I, I don't see any reason to doubt him. Yeah, because I've I, seen him on. I'm only saying this because I've seen him on fantasy benches the last couple weeks, and it's like it's kind of weird seeing as he's been. Just getting after it. People just get afraid. They like again, like you said, like a DJ Moore. It's like, ah, oh, well, I drafted him as my number two receiver. I can't put him on the bench, even though Baker Mayfield can't throw it to him. So, and they leave the the the, the, the unknown name just sitting there gathering points that yeah. don't help you. True. I I, I guess I kind of get it this this week because you thought the whole team was healthy. So I, I I'll forgive you this week. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But what a what a shit week to fucking have on your bench show because man, did he go off? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it should be another good game for him. Keenan Allen hopefully continues to stay healthy. Uh, Eckler obviously, and uh, you know Herbert finally had a. I mean, Herbert just hasn't been like the Herbert. I don't know if it is the injury or whatnot, but or you know the losing of weapons, something, some sort of combination of what uh, has not allowed Herbert to be what he was the first two seasons of his career. So. Tough schedule too, I think. But still, but look, he's, if if he's gonna if he's gonna be a top five quarterback, he's got Arizona, Las Vegas, Miami. Like those are three. Gun it out. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to got to got to put to put it out there. Yeah, this is his time to go. And how like how ridiculous is it that just like no matter what I know this is going sort of off this game, but like Kansas City just always wins. Like or against the AFC West, yeah. it's just it's just like you could be down sixteen points with like three minutes left, and it's like you could turn the TV off just knowing that that Kansas City is going to win that game. They have it, the best player in the NFL. It's it's weird to debate it every year. Like he's not. It's insane. It's just like I I don't get it. It's just so crazy that like him and Kelsey just find a way. <laughs> it's nuts every week. Him and Kelsey just find yeah. a way. They do it. His top his top three receivers were out. His top four was Scantling was in, right? Yeah, but he didn't do anything, right? But Tony, <laughs> Tony Hardman, and Juju were all out. Yeah, they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But still, I mean, look, it, he doesn't need it when he has Kelsey, right? And yeah. Pacheco looked good at the at the running. Uh, yeah, it was all Kelsey. Watson was catching pass three for sixty seven. Sky Moore five for sixty three, like Scantling. He's also not ta- talked about much in fantasy. Weirdly, when he's far and away the number one guy right now, because he's so damn. Like consistent. I'm not even sure anybody even comes close to him in points. He's so consistent. It's every week. It's three hundred and three. Right. It just seems like it. Yeah, I mean, if you take, if we want to round the twenty nine point game up to thirty. I won't. Fine, I won't round it up because it's twenty it. thirty-six. One, two, three, four. Only four games under thirty points. That's pretty insane. It, it's crazy. I mean, the past few weeks, like three hundred twenty-nine and three, three thirty-one and four, four forty-six, one touchdown. But then he ran for sixty-one and sixty-three and had a touchdown. Four, four, four twenty-three and three. Like, it, it just constant. Just 
obliterating everybody else. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, he's he's about a he's very locked into over thirty, especially and I I just hate those leagues where. I guess this is standard, but I, we got to change it. We got to put a petition out there to change the standard that you only get four, four yeah. points for a, a passing touchdown, six for a rushing. Because I get back in the day when rushing quarterbacks were rare, but are we really going to say like the Daniel Joneses of the world are just as good as um, like the? I don't even know. I I would say just a pure pocket quarterback, but there's they they've all kind of like broken down this year, like Tom Brady and. Matt Stafford and stuff, but yeah, you got like a Joe Burrow. Sure, yes, yeah, sure. Um, we shouldn't be. I agree. Uh, I've already, I've already put it in my notebook for my league that I've had for like, you know, my 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 league dates back twenty league, twenty years or something like that almost. So it's like we're still living on these old rules that we yeah. gotta change. I pretty much quit your league. I lost my first four draft picks. So I I've... I saw you. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's still, he has still this guy in his lineup. Uh, quite, quite Edwards Hilaire for some reason. I, I don't know what to do. There's, there, for some reason, I made all of these running back trades and nobody responded to them. I have. Really? Uh, yeah, nobody responded. I have Waddle, uh, Chase, and. They're my third receiver. Somebody good. I have great, I have great receivers. I don't need them all. And I've been, I, I offered like top flight wide receivers for running back like borderline one running back two. No one's no one's no one so I'm close. like whatever. I can't I can't now I now can't upgrade my running back position, so they're all injured. My whole team got injured, so whatever. I, I mean I think, is, I think the trade deadline hasn't passed yet. I think if you want, you have one more week oh, yeah. give it a shot. You wanna... I mean I only have I have D- Dalvin Cook and Pollard. Like those are my only running backs. So like gotcha. literally, literally I think they're my only running backs on my team. Oh yeah, Gabby Davis. There you go. So I'm uh I'm pretty Davis Chase Davis Chase Wild Goodwin Godwin. I've oh okay, Mostert's back from uh Oh well, there you go. You got Mostert this week. Back from and I got Harris, so I've just had a lot of buys. Uh, maybe I'll make a I always make a little late run in your league. It's close. There's only like I think you're like two games out of a playoff spot if you have high if you can get high points. I don't know how that's gonna work out for you, but just I've saying. had some <laughs> I've had some really bad injury luck. But, all right, wait. We, we sort of really branched off topic here. Um, Arizona. All right, so if Kyler Murray plays, you're playing him, right? Um, you have to at this point. Yeah, against the Chargers, yeah, for sure. Chargers giving up points. Uh, Kyler Murray can run the ball. Uh, Connor scored a touchdown, salvaged what was a mediocre game, playing him. Here's the big deal. We know Hopkins doing his thing consistently. Now, now you have Hollywood Brown, who they didn't reinstate for the uh, Monday night game. Probably going to get in for this week, I would assume. Then Rondell Moore had a groin injury. Uh was questionable, but he might play. Dorch, I, he, I think he might be gone with the MRI. I don't think he's going to play this week. What are we thinking if Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, and Hopkins all play this week? Are all three wide receivers playable? Uh, I would say probably Rondo Moore is the least of them, um, but he's definitely still playable as like a flex guy. And Kyler's playing, or is, is it in this uh, yes, hypothetical? Yes, in this hypothetical, Kyler's playing. Are all three wide receivers playable? 
And, like, what do we think about them, like, going forward? Because, you know, Hollywood Brown's more of a deep threat, right? Like, he, he has that speed. Um, Rondell Moore is more what, what, more of what Dortch was doing, which is, like, a lot of underneath, catching those smaller passes, like, you know, 9, 10 yards. Although he did break off that one big one, but that was a short play. He, he just made that, that run. Um, I think they all play different roles on that offense. And they yeah. all, all have... Uh, and they all hurt each other a bit because now you're getting less volume. But I think they're all playable in some aspect if they're all healthy. If everyone's healthy, I think they might sit Brown another week. But we'll see. But if everyone's healthy, yeah, I play them all. See what happens. Why not? If Dorch can get nine for ninety three, my boy Greg Dorch, he's out. Um, I think, like I said, he's is he out? What if the MRI is negative? I mean, even if the MRI is negative, obviously he's not in, he's not feeling well. <laughs> I'm just I'm just ups, I'm just upset. I just blew another waiver pickup for no reason. <laughs> I have like I'm starting to kind of run out because I keep picking these guys up and they keep just like getting injured when I pick them up. So yeah. I just drop them right away. Yeah, I get all these notifications <laughs> on my phone <laughs> when everyone picks up and drops players constantly. I know. Well, this one sucked because I picked him up, and it's and then like two hours later, they were like, "Oh, MRI." I was like, "Cool, cool, cool." So the Wondell Robinson one too uh, that happened. Not you didn't pick, do it; someone else did, and it was like picks up Wondell Robinson drops Wondell Robinson. I was like, all right, funny. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Los Angeles, like you're playing Allen. I don't Mike Williams. I I st- even if Mike Williams somehow plays, I don't know. I don't know what the state of Mike Williams is. I had, I didn't really look into it. Um. Since, uh, I think they said he's out for at least a couple of weeks. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, even if he was like, on a borderline, like I'm staying away from Mike Williams like for the foreseeable future. Like, Yeah, you can't. You can't rely on him. Done. Done. But yeah, Arizona on the other hand, though, if all your playmakers are playing, I'm playing them. Giving them a shot. They will have. This should be a, this should be a good high-scoring game. I think it's going to be like a 31-28 game. Probably Chargers are going to win. But you know they know how to lose. Two teams that love blowing games and not really. Yeah, it's tough. If everyone plays, I, I feel like it's an Arizona win because the Chargers just love blowing games. Oh, yeah, they do. They love charging it up. That is for sure. Um, all right, John, what's the last game? Or do we Ravens have... at Jaguars. Okay. Wow. Interesting matchup. I mean. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm down for it. Uh, it wasn't. Not going to lie. The rest of the game's not that great. But uh, Ravens, surprisingly, not that great against the pass. I think, obviously, you're playing ETN. I think it's a sneaky good game for uh, Kirk and, and Lawrence off a of bye. Yeah, I mean, the the Ravens, uh, that one, that offense, I don't know. Is Carolina's defense that good? Or is the Ravens' offense just, like, not looking right at this point? I just moment? think they, have, they don't know what, what they are. They, they just keep throwing running backs in there and trying to feed them, and just they all fail. Like it just seems strange. Like they're not running like the Baltimore Ravens offense that they were doing, like for the past like I don't know, couple of years. It just seems strange. Like I I can't believe that Carolina's offense was as good as it was last week. So like I don't know. Like can the Jaguars' defense sort of like stifle them as well uh, and. The Jaguars' offense is definitely better than Carolina's. 
You know, Carolina's defense has been pretty good this year. Is it really good? I, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't say Jaguars' off defense is bad. Carolina's had a good defense. They've had no offense. No, but... I'm not. I'm not saying Jacksonville defense is better than Carolina's, but I think if you have to compare like Carolina's defense versus Jacksonville's defense, and then Jacksonville's offense versus Carolina's offense, I think if Jacksonville can just sort of just not really fucking fall behind and keep it somewhat close, their offense can at least score fucking points. Put some points on yeah. the board that Carolina can't do with Baker Mayfield on that on that field. Yeah, sure. I mean, overall, probably a better team. I feel like the Ravens have kind of lost that like over their like over the top plays the last few weeks because um, they don't really have a, a guy like that right now. I mean, yeah, um, Bateman's on IR, right? He's gone uh, for the season, I think. So they have Demarcus Robinson, which. I mean, Demarcus Robinson never really done it, so you had that one game. I don't see that happening again. Duvernay is not really like a solid wide. It's all Mark Andrews. Like John said, they're just rolling out running backs that can't just do anything, uh, and they're not really letting Jackson. I don't know. It just doesn't look right. It doesn't look like the Baltimore Ravens offense. Yeah, still seven and three though, sitting on first place. So yeah, good for them. I mean. They're gonna be. They're, I mean, look, they'll be. A, they'll be a playoff team that goes in. They'll probably fucking be out in one game. They'll go up against too good of a team, and then they'll just fucking be gone. But I could be wrong. <laughs> I mean, look, I would like to see Baltimore go against the Jets now. Defense now with Flacco at quarterback. Like I think the Jets can fucking just knock them the fuck out uh, with that defense. If if Carolina's defense can shut down the Ravens, then the Jets defense can shut down the Ravens, and Flacco could put up way more points than Baker Mayfield could have. Well, Baker Mayfield can't put barely up any points and doesn't throw it to the best receiver on his team, so it's not really a fair comparison. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think the Jets could actually take the the like they can make the, the Jets can make Ravens one and done in the playoffs. Like that's what I'm saying. Like good teams will take make and then, the Ravens, and then Lamar defects to the team that beat him in the playoffs, and Jet, and then the Jets are good, and then the Jets there you go, and then everything, and then Jets make the AFC Championship game, and all of it works out on that sheet. Um, but all right. So going back to the game, though, um, Jackson hasn't been great, um, like fantasy wise recently. So if you had to play, oh, man, this is tough. I'm trying to do like a name game with like Jackson because like I had Jackson and uh, Daniel Jones, and I played Jackson. I feel I, I should have played Daniel Jones, um, in one league, and then I had Jackson Field, and I played Justin Fields, and that was obviously the right call. Um, but like, he's not been a number one quarterback. Like, would you rather you'd rather play Geno Smith over Jackson if you had him, right? Because there's a possibility you could have both. Ah, uh, that's hard to say. It's a tough one. Is it? It's, it's, it's that's like the borderline. That's the cutoff. I don't think he's been as well. Yeah, he hasn't been great. Yeah, I mean, his season rank is high just because of those two games. He's yeah. had he had the 49 and the 47-point game, so he's still, like... It's keeping him up he's there. Ranking, he's still ranked sixth. He started off 26, 49, 47. But, yeah, he's only had one 20-point game since. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks of one 20-point game, which isn't good in my league where you get six points for a throwing touchdown. That's very low, so... He hasn't had one in this league. He's it's been a while in any other league. So yeah, he uh 
No, you're right. He hasn't been in a QB1. Probably throw Geno out there. Coming off a bye week, right, at home versus the Raiders who just don't look great. I I think I'd play Geno over, uh, over Lamar Jackson this week. But it just, it's tough. I just, you know, it's just tough times. You know, just be wary with J- Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Well, if, if you take the the 10 touchdowns he had his first three games, the 10 passing touchdowns, or 12 total touchdowns, let's just say total touchdowns because that's what counts. If you take those away, um, then in the next, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, in the next seven games, he's only had um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total touchdowns, rushing and passing. It's so he's terrible. only averaging a touchdown a game for that's the last seven games. Not good. Not it's good. not good. Mm-mm. So that's where, like, he's still getting yards rushing and stuff, but he, a touchdown a game is not going to cut it. No. I mean,. Those are like uh, Joe, uh, Jacoby Brissett numbers at this point. Uh, You're that, right, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, didn't realize it was that bad. I didn't realize it was that bad either. Yeah, he's borderline not really – He's you're going to play him because it's always the rushing upside in a lot of leagues. That's what counts. But, yeah, if you have a better option, throw him out there. Yeah, Gino, sure. Why not? Yeah. It's rough. I guess he's, rough. he's been much better, so, yeah. Even uh, fucking Joey Lawrence. You know, it's yeah. It's tough. But I mean, I, if I had to pick though this week, I think I'd play Jackson over Lawrence mainly because I think Jacksonville will get stifled a bit, um, even though uh, coming off the bye week. But I like ETN too. Christian Kirk's been solid. Um, I like both of them as options. Evan Ingram, we feeling him or didn't he get? Did he get hurt or was he? He should be fine, I believe. Thought he got hurt, maybe not. He um, did. Yeah, he was hurt. For a game or so, um, I don't know. There's like a, a decent amount of middling tight end options, so you can't really go wrong with any of them. Like <laughs> you have the you have Johnson on like on like. There's just all these guys that have been doing fine. Yeah, it's like nuts. Johnson, New Orleans, and Joku have a, a game away removed from coming back from his injury. Gerald Everett has been like not good lately, but fine. Dolchich. Still has the targets. He's fine. Like, it's Cole Komet came back down to earth. It's very boring. It's a very boring tight end position this year. It's, like, really boring. Yeah. Knox has been okay the last couple of weeks. Um, Higby still gets his targets, but he's on an awful offense. Yeah, there's – he's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Friermuth has been fine. All these guys are perfectly just okay. <laughs> They're perfectly just okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's boring. It's boring at tight end. Um, yeah, so so Ingram's definitely a a player you could you could definitely slide in there. Um, it should be a good game though. Um, I don't know how much fantasy purposes like on Baltimore side. Besides, I'm not playing Demarcus Robinson. I don't know. He had 100 yards. I'm not playing him. I, I'd rather play Palmer over him. I'd rather play. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather play Rondell Moore. If he's healthy. I mean, I'm trying to think of all the names out there that I'd rather play. Obviously, Darnell Mooney looking better, even versus the Jets. He just seems to get open. I just, I just, people, 
people chase people chase a game from a player who hasn't ever performed and just yeah just don't but he he ha- hasn't he performed before but the same thing when he was uh well with the chiefs on the chiefs he's he was the same thing he had he would have one to two good really good games a season and then he wouldn't like top two catches yeah that's what i'm saying I'm like, with yeah. you. i don't play demarcus robinson i don't because he's not a volume guy even if he's the only guy left as a receiver on that offense he still doesn't make him a like good receiver yeah he just never done it like over a stretch right like before this like you know 12 yards 64 27 8 10 0 12 19 not so good. Like, I understand his injuries, but, like, I don't know. I just never done it over his career, so I just can't. I can't get down with it. Can't get down with it. Highest highest output of his career was 466 yards in 2020. So Yeah, let's move on from DeMarcus Robinson. I don't trust him. <laughs> just don't make that bad decision where you, you, know, you, you picked him up because you saw he was good in uh, one week. And then you slot him in there and thinking, yo, I got these, you know, yards because, you know, I'm not doing it. Take your chances if you want, but I'm not doing it. Um, all right, any other games you want? Any players this week we're feeling, discussing, well, getting out there? If there's any under-the-carpet players that we like to discuss... It is time for that final segment where we discuss those boys. Oh, you really got, you just rolled right into it. You didn't even give me what? an opportunity. The, that, that was the final game, and you, you, I thought you were setting me up for it. I was so not I was, setting <laughs> you up. I was, yeah, I thought he was spiking that alley-oop down. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're like, any other guys you want to play, talk about? I'm like, well, this is the perfect time to talk about those guys because it's the boys of the week. Turn up the volume. There you go. All right. That was just disappointing all around. My night is ruined. Mm. Uh, Anthony, you uh, your night is ruined. Because I got yeah, Josh so Palmer, baby. So Wee-hoo. you go. Uh, I'm gonna go Demarcus Robinson. No, I'm joking. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, man, I, you know what? I really wasn't ready for Boys of the Week. Um, being uh, even though I won with uh, not only that, uh, who else was pretty good? My boy. I had. Uh, Oh, Traylon Burks, by the way. That was a solid boy pick. Uh, I was excited when I saw him getting over 100 yards in like uh, on like seven receptions. Very excited for that. All right, boy of the week. Um, hmm. Let me go with... All right, he had a great week this week because of an injury. And I think the injury might last... For that player, and even if it doesn't, I think he's still going to find himself getting some uh, production out of the receiving game. I'm going to go Samaj P. Ryan. Dude had three touchdowns um, in the absence of Joe Mixon and being in possible concussion protocol. Mixon may not play this week. Even if he does, I still, like I said, P. Ryan is still going to be a part of that offense. I'm going to say he's going to get another five catches for 50 yards and find the end zone again. He had that really strong beard. He was just frustrating me with Higgins getting 150 yards and just none of the touchdowns. Yeah, he was getting tons of looks, but man, once they got down there, it was um, some random Irwin uh, guy and uh, P. Ryan. So, sucks. All right, my my first boy will be Zay Jones of the Jaguars against Baltimore. Uh, Soft defense, and I think he's going to get one long one. 
So let's go uh, like three catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. He's always getting volume, man. He he sneaks into the ten point range every single game. I feel like you ju- you don't realize it's happening, and then it happens. I'm going uh, Michael Gallup. He hasn't passed fifty yards since returning. I think he's doing it this game. I'm liking like a seven for seventy. Uh, Dory Jackson's after the Giants. Kind of the sneakily the glue of the secondary. It's been really the only above average player in the secondary with. McKinnon, Xavier McKinnon also out after his ATV accident where uh, an ATV landed on his hand, unfortunately. Just uh, out of nowhere. He will not confirm or deny if he was uh, <laughs> driving uh, driving the ATV. Oh. Um, probably was. Sightseeing. Sightseeing tour. That's okay. We're the Giants. We have weird hand injuries. Uh, <laughs> I forgive him. Uh, we've been through this. Uh, so, yeah, Gallup against the Giants. I don't think they have enough people to cover the Cowboys. So I uh, I like them to get ahead and just kind of uh, factor in some of their their, back, their wide receiver two type guys. All right. I, my second boy, that I just look up right now because I had no one on the docket. Um, I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson. Uh, mm, coming, I tried that last week. Coming back, I know. Look, it hasn't been great. Uh, I don't know if it's just because he's still not fully healthy or just tiny he's not looking for him. Um, but I'm going to say he's going to do what he was doing early on in the season. He's going to find the end zone. Maybe on only two receptions, but I still feel two receptions, three receptions possible for like 40 yards and a touchdown um, versus Atlanta, who just gives up points. So if, they, if there's a week, it's gonna be, it could be this week. All right, my second boy, I will go with Paris Campbell against the Steelers. Um, I don't know, it's, Steelers he's defense. A, he's a young adult right now. He's a young adult, you think? All right, no, 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 he's definitely a boy. He's definitely a boy. I'm, I, I was just more so commenting that Paris Campbell's been having a little bit of a resurgence. A resurgence. Yeah. I, I, I feel good for him because yeah. so maligned by injury in his career. Yeah, so Matt Ryan seems like, you know, took his – benching in stride came back i got jeff saturday somehow keeping that team together paris campbell's gonna get eight mm, seven catches for like 85 yards nice solid wide receiver three flex game heck yeah that's been his wheelhouse um every for the last like four five games that uh matt ryan has played I don't think we've realized how good Paris Campbell has been. I, I I feel like I'm right about this with just the games Matt Ryan has played. Still a great value on DraftKings if if that's your uh, your flavor. Yeah. So let's say that the last um, let's let's go to his game his little G log and uh, the last one two three four games that Matt Ryan has played he had. Uh, 10, catch, 10 catches for 70 and a touchdown, 7 for 57 and a touchdown, 9 for 76 and a touchdown, and 6 for 67. That's a that's a four-game stretch right there. That's a real good four-game stretch. That's nice. Yeah, just a lot of catches, you know, for eight yards at a time. Hell yeah. Um, all right, my second boy is going to be, uh, we mentioned him as Anthony is a Cam Akers guy. I refuse to be a Cam Akers guy. Who's the Cam Akers guy? He's the biggest fan. Biggest yeah, fan of the side of the He's a good running back now. I'm going Ky- Kyron Williams. Um, 
you know, they're definitely going to get blown out by Kansas City, and he is more of a pass-catching option than Akers. So I just think they I think they get ramrodded real quick in this game, and they just turn to the rookie and, and, and dumper him. Ah, the old dump. We love dumpers. Dumpers get you points. Um, all right, my third and final boy is going to be a New York Jet. I have a feeling Zach Wilson is not going to be the quarterback starting versus the, uh, the Chicago Bears this week. I think it's, whether it's Mike White or Joe Flacco, it's to your bet, boys, Joe Flacco. It's not. It's bet. Well, look, whatever quarterback is going to be better than Zach Wilson this week, and I have a yeah, feeling. I have a feeling. Pick Joe Flacco, you coward. Ty Conklin is going to get himself back in the end zone. Um, I like that. Going to catch about like four or five passes, 40, 50 yards, and touchdown. Um, he's had flashes. I mean, again, stayed in tight end. I think Ty Conklin's like top 10, top 12, um, based off of like three games that he's had that were really good. So just get just get Zach Wilson out of there. You get, That's another thing. If you're a quarterback that's struggling, why not just look at your tight end that you can dump at for five yards and he'll run through three people and get another five yards and get you a first down. Like what the fuck? Where was that all game? Safety blanket. Where was that all game? I don't know if that's coaching or if that's just Zach Wilson. Anytime he feels pressure, he has to spin because he just likes to spin and then throw the ball away. Hero. That's some hero shit. Hot dog and hero shit. (laughs) Big time hot dog. Extremely uncomfortable. Uh, him around other professional athletes and like trying to fit in he's just super awkward super but he bangs moms dude so he must (sighs) be good i don't think he even bangs him he just soaks like all mormons oh no he just gets in there and just stays still oh no well that's his thing i can't judge him 2022 we don't kink shame no not at all it's just be a better quarterback while doing that yeah, for sure. That's all I care about. All right, my last boy. <sighs> Possible previous, like, years ago, boy. Amir Abdullah against Seattle. Whoa. I don't know why, but uh, I shan't. Well, the past four games, he gets at least four catches. Not a lot of yards, but he gets a consistent look of targets. So I'm thinking he breaks one catch for, like, a 20-yard gain. So he'll get, like, five catches for 50 yards. And then, like, a couple of runs for another, like, six yards. So a total of, like, ten points in PPR. That's all I need. I like it. Deep boy, deep boy. I'm going to go with another deep boy in the same game. On the other side of the ball, I think we're going to have these the, the announcers of this game. You're going to hear one time, you know, didn't he look fast on that catch? That Marquise Goodwin used to be a track star. I think we're going to hear, <laughs> like, every time Marquise Goodwin has a a long catch in the NFL. We get told that. So Marquise Goodwin breaks one here um, for the Seattle Seahawks. That's like uh, in the uh, U.S. World Cup game. I think every five minutes they had to say that it was eight years since eight the years. U.S. was in the, mm. the World Cup. They had they had to say it was in their contract. Of, of all the times they said that, which was very often and very just annoying, um, the best thing they did say was that the last goal scored on Wales uh, before America did it, uh, was was versus um, in the World Cup was Pele, so yeah. that's how long ago because they haven't been in the World Cup since like the fifties. Um, wow. Well, so Pele was the last person to score on them in the World yeah. Cup, which is pretty insane. That's a crazy stat, and we'll give them that. Um, 
And uh, all right, so one thing before we do go uh, from my end, uh, I don't think we mentioned it, but yeah, Sam Darnold is starting this week. So Baker Mayfield has been benched. Um, so possible. Big news, big news. We had to fit in there. Well, possible. Well, for, for DJ for DJ Moore, I just wanted to mention people who do own DJ Moore. There is some signs of life because he did at least get him the ball last year. So something. It's something for DJ Moore owners to just take away, maybe be thankful for on this uh, this week uh, of Thanksgiving. We didn't go. We didn't do our thankful for and uh, Thanksgiving. Who's our foods? Well, I mean, look, if you want to do it right before we, we, we bow out, want to say one thing you're thankful for and your favorite food. No, I was saying we were compla- pa- we used to compare players to foods. Oh, compla- oh, that's right. We would compare players to foods. Um, <gasps> oh, I still ha- I could still do that in my column. But there you go. You can do that in your uh, your weekly thing. But uh, anyone, any, any, any last words before we, uh, we sign off for Thanksgiving? Anything? No, because I always get yelled at when I step on you. You're gonna misstep on me anyway, so it don't matter. So you're gonna do it. You know, wait till I start talking and do the end. No, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. good. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, you could follow us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, where John, for the most part, is answering all your fantasy football questions, uh, sprinkled in with uh, me and Brian. We we'll get some advice in there. Um, if you ever want to actually get your question answered on the the podcast, you could just tweet at us. Uh, Prior to, uh, I would say, Monday night, and we'll uh, we'll read those uh, those tweets on air for uh, for some fantasy football advice as well. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast, um, please rate, subscribe, and download on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever podcasts are available. You will find us, Fantasy Lens. And with that, we are Fantasy Lens. Everyone have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>